Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna. <sighs> hi, Mary Ritzinski. Um, I should have said hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, girl. No, How are you? Even, fuck the niceties. It's married yeah. at first sight. Like, oh. it seems like it was going to be a love, uh, just a kind of a calmer episode. And then, of course, shit at the fan at the end. Just when I was trusting and feeling, you know, good and hopeful. Just when I needed you most. Uh, what's that song? <laughs> Do you know that song? <laughs> you yeah. left me. Oh my god, my you should see the face my cat just made at me when I started singing. Oh my oh, god. Oh, Ralphie's like, Sarah, no, honey, stick to comedy. <laughs> he was like, is that a fucking I don't live outside anymore? What animal is screeching? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think someone's birthing some no kidding. I love your voice. I think you have an amazing no, voice. No, it's that's ex- oh. it's not true. Um, yeah, I mean, welcome everybody. Welcome yeah. to our listeners. Uh welcome just know that we're always here on your with your Thursday release. <laughs> yeah, uh, hanging by a thread, but we're here, okay? <laughs> we're here with your Married at First Sight. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And be sure to follow Are You My Podcasters if you want to be in the group on Facebook. It's a very fun group. Google the page or look up the page and then you'll find the group and just ask to join. And it's a very lively group, especially on Married at First Sight. Wednesday nights and follow us on Are You My Podcast on Instagram and Are You My Podcast Are You My Pod I think on Twitter. Yes, oh, did I get it all out? You did. You're so good at it, and it's like at this point, it's like how my mom said I never learned how to iron because other people do it better for me. That's how I feel about you with the announcements and the <laughs> updates. So thank you. You nailed it. Just like to really let people know what's going on. Yeah, we. Like I said, subscribe because we we used to do a bunch of different stuff. And then once Married at First Sight kind of took off for us with with listeners, we and the seasons are so long. And then the season starts right after the season ends. That's why there's mm-hmm. not uh, always a ton of other content during Married at First Sight. But we do throw some out there randomly. So you have to be subscribed so that you get notifications when they do. And uh, I'm going to be, unless you didn't, in case you didn't catch the announcement at the end of After Party today or tonight i'm going to be on next week's after party and then mayor bear mary redsinski you're going to be on episode 14 14 yeah Mm -hmm. so i think i think it'll be yeah like two weeks after you but when i heard your name come (laughs) out of keisha's mouth about next week i cannot believe that we're all that it's coming up. I'm I'm that's going to be weird to talk about. Won't it be for it you? Is. I'll be like, I don't know who that bitch special <laughs> guest was, but I didn't like her take it all. Just kidding. I'll be like, she just spoke the gospel. She's the only one who knows what's going on more than the so cast smart. members. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the interesting thing, too, is I was thinking about people watching us after listening to our podcast, watching us maybe interact with some of the castmates and stuff. It's mm. it's like you have to keep in mind, A, we're responding to the episode we see, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Part of me wants to just respond to the whole season, but there's no time for that. The show's only like 20 minutes or something after party. And you can't because that would mess up the whole... Like, There's so many things that I have to think about and remind myself, like I'm responding to what I see in that, you know, whatever the clips are that they're going to show us for that episode and right. to what's going on then. Um, much like, you know, we just saw that, that tonight that, um, was it Melissa Fredericks? Melissa. Yeah. Yeah. She was great. And last week, Kevin, her husband, they have a podcast too. And, um, you know, it's fun to watch. It is. I think it's a good idea. I'm not just saying that so that we can be be beyond the, but it's a good idea to have one person that's not a cast member sort of bring like, as a viewer, this is what I'm seeing. And especially people who talk about it weekly. No, absolutely. And, and I think that, 
you know, like you said, it's like we can't we're talking about the episode. We can't go up to certain people and be like, oh, my God, you're my favorite. You're a pussy. What's wrong with you? Like, it's like they're believe me, if you don't think that that is is what's going on within our, our hearts and souls and minds at the time, you're you're absolutely right. But um yeah, I know. You know we got- I feel like if you listen to the podcast, you're like, are they just going to grab people by the throat and pull, pull them in a corner and be like, listen to me, motherfucker. I've got some advice for you. But, <laughs> yeah, but I know. No. Are they cry- Are they crying <laughs> on the episode? Are they, yeah. you know? Yeah, probably not invited back if we do that. So anyway, right. it'll just be I can't wait um, anyway. So it'll be super fun. I just think uh, it's such a it's such a weird thing to be so close to it and then go sit on and talk about it with like. The, I think it was Melissa was even saying she's like, yeah, I, like now I have a f- I've met you in person and I have a person to root for that. I just was just a person that I was watching on TV. And now we've had this conversation. Like, it's just such a weird thing for. Um, yeah. Yeah. For us I don't, passionate ladies. I was going to say the passionate uh, couch watchers. It's hard to be like, oh, you're a human being. So, you know, I now I have to. Think of you like that, but it doesn't change it for me because honestly, oh, I don't no. think it does for you either. It's like I, I, I think I prefer this. I prefer the the right after the episode yelling with my my West Coast love, Sarah Colonna. I think I like that, but um, no, we know how to not be truck drivers, and we we can be poised. It, it's I can't wait. Sure, I was like, it's just different. I guess in my mind, I was thinking it's so different than like a reunion where you would be able to go through the whole episode, right? Right. Yeah. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're having to um, stick with, with the episode you're covering and, and God, I mean, I like how like we act like that's a problem for us. They're the ones <laughs> that have lived some lives since then and have to be a little bit real time, you know? So, yeah. Uh, <sighs> speaking of episodes we're covering, I guess that is what we do every week. It's just that we yeah. bring a lot of passion to it. Well, this, we do. okay. So tonight was interesting. Um, it seemed like it was going to be mild and reflective. And then, uh, as we said, when we logged on, shit kind of hit the fan at the end. But where, so I think we should save Katina and Elijah one for the end since that I was. I agree. I agree. Okay. Would you like to start with Jasmina and Michael? Who Would you like to start off on a note of hope? People who yes. kind of gave us. Yes. I, I would. Mean, they were. Whatever. Everyone's been talking to their friends this episode. He talks about the re- ups and downs with his friend and how it's been a roller coaster. And he realized that she wasn't been she hasn't been vulnerable. Be, and she admitted to that. And I really like that he said, I basically was doing all these things that I thought a husband should do instead of what she wanted me to do. Yeah. Like he's like, why isn't this working? And you, to your point, and she sort of said on the after party too, like, I, I, yeah, he was doing things, but they weren't the things I needed to see. They weren't the things that were going to help me be more vulnerable. And he finally got it and they leveled up and I love them. I know it was good because I, and that, I hadn't really understood that before from her angle. I could see him trying and I wasn't sure where her frustration was. But even when when he said it, I went, oh, I see. Because yeah. it shut because it because I made it made me see they both had, had gotten to the same page on this is is what I mean. And basically, he kind of went, I was doing this like checkbook, textbook, whatever thing that I thought I should be doing as a husband. And and she needed something different. And so he perked up and figured that out. So I think that's good. I mean, they had, they, they, he set her this like romantic dinner for the one month and the breakfast. I mean, that breakfast. Oh, good. that breakfast. I feel like was John watching this with you. Cause I feel like that would have been the brunch of his dreams. You should take note. You could have <laughs> just done the exact, just light some extra candles. Big candle guy. Michael is, um, he is a big he, candle guy. True. Yeah. No, I, where is this romantic Michael Ben? I mean, honestly, I feel like he is so suave and like, just a real a real panty soaker in this episode <laughs> you know and i feel like i where did, like did he did they somebody pull the cord on his back where is this ben i don't know but it's, she liked it it's true it's true uh maybe i think it was last week she said her vagina wasn't getting wet for anybody if she wasn't into them and this week Things might have taken a change. <laughs> yeah, they might have had to had to run the washer because I feel like there was some uh, 
There was some soaking. I, I don't know why I have to bring up soaking, Sarah. It's so stupid. Grow up, Mary. But um, okay, very quickly. So month anniversaries. It made me so mad when Lindsay said that, but now it makes a lot of sense. One month anniversaries, month anniversaries. Um, I know, but come on. The, I understand dumb. they have to do it for the show, but all I could think was, could you imagine if just uh, normal couples who got married sat down and reflected on their one month and stared through their <laughs> wedding album? I, I it it's a be, little soon. <laughs> yeah, would just be so. Come on. Yeah. Maybe 25, you know, maybe, maybe even a year in, but a month later you sit down. Oh my God, look, we look so happy. Yeah. It was a fucking month ago. Are you shitting me? I'd still, if we went on a honeymoon, I'd still have a suitcase with, you know, dirty stained sundresses and shit hanging out of it a month (laughs) later. I wouldn't even be unpacked. I don't know how they do it, but I guess it's like, it's like dog years for this show. That's, you know. They've got they've they've aged emotionally within a month. And uh, well, these two certainly have. They have they have, I don't know, shown that I I they're my lead. They're my lead people. They're my lead hopefuls right now. And you too. Right. They are now. They weren't before. And this this all changed things. So when he he took her to dinner and set up this wonderful spread. I mean, I'm sure production set it up, but whatever. He took her to dinner at the place they got married. And their thing was, he told her that morning they had the, they they went through their old vows and now they had to rewrite their vows and recite them to each other that night. So cute as new because when they did them before, they didn't know each other. I was just glad she didn't go. Well, you can do that. I don't need to do that. Like she did with the journaling last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! She's like, yeah. What are you going to bring your journal? Because I can just speak mine. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's funny. <laughs> I was waiting oh. for it. I was waiting for her to be like, mm, I don't really need to re- rewrite my vows. Um, but you should. <laughs> but no, she was on board with everything this episode. She. So I really think she took to heart that she needs to be more vulnerable with him and give him that too. I, I really feel like, cause that's what they said. They're basically in their vows to each other. Right. They, they, they talked yeah. about giving each other a hundred percent and not fighting and um, making each other feel heard. I feel like they kind of same, they said a lot of the same things. Well, and ha- didn't you say this before somebody like, it's almost like they're, they're fighting the same fight all the time, but just, at each other you know so so maybe they really i just feel like they are very similar similar and once they both have accepted this that you know okay i'm gonna do what he needs i'm gonna do what she needs it's probably the same fucking thing but they at least feel you know they feel like the other one's paying attention i like how she said too she said and i vow to light up your life like the candles you do every night it was so he's a candle guy. I didn't know that, Michael. I love it. I know. I didn't really realize either until you said something, and then I didn't even catch that that was the thing that she said. But she did. Um, mm-hmm. If anyone has a candle company, then he'd be a good person to. Oh, um, yeah. Reach out to on your Instagram and let him know that you have some candles for him. I feel like he'd like it. I think he would. I think she would like it. She loves those fucking candles. He lights. I uh. I think that, you know, he's realized like in the last week that she is she is putting in effort and she's willing to fight for their marriage. I feel like whatever it is, whatever it is. And again, it had to have been off camera. I think, you know, something something snapped and they both just seem a hell of a lot lighter, like they're lighter. They're not carrying this kind of grudge and fighting, you know, just like arguing for the sake of arguing. Yeah. Something definitely switched. And I, even on after party when she, they were showing clips of them talking and, and she got really emotional and she said that she has so much fun with him and she was calling him Mike and and not that she's never called him that before, but a lot of times when she was mad at him, she called him Michael and Mm -hmm. um, I felt scalded. My (laughs) ass cheeks clenched. Yes. So Mm -hmm. I like when she, even that to me was, I was just like, oh, that's a big shift in her energy that she's like, oh, Mike and I laugh. And um, she said that the revisit of the day, she got her all, she got her like all emotional. And then I just went fucking, maybe these two are going to make it. I know. I know. I hope so, so much. I mean, I want, 
you know, I, whatever you always want them all to until you, until you see their personalities and then you're like, <laughs> fuck you. And then you don't. But, right. Yeah. Then you don't. But these, these two, anything that they've kind of annoyed me about individually, it's just cause they're getting in their own way. You know, it wasn't like they're bad eggs or anything. They're just getting in their own way. Right. Yeah. They, they're talking in circles. Shit was getting rough. So this seemed, uh, I, the communication angel came down and shit on their pillows or something. I I think that is, that is exact. Have you seen the Hallmark section for the communication angel? When, when you find shit on your pillow and then you're supposed to, I don't know, save it for a year. I don't know. I'm going to stop talking, but that was one of the best things you've ever said out loud. Oh, Oh, I say, we say a lot of things that don't make sense. If you're new here, just understand that sometimes you'll go, that's not a saying. And, and we understand that it's not. Yeah. And that's- Under- understand to not understand. That's that's our motto. That's our slogan. Uh, um, someone actually put cute. that in our in the RU my podcasters group. They were like, your, some of some of your favorite like Sarah and Mary sayings. And someone said that last week or a couple weeks ago, you said something about drop the hammer, and it was supposed to be drop the mic. But I fully agreed with you, and I was like, yeah, it's definitely. And I don't even remember that. <laughs> We're just, uh, I, we're just supportive assholes. Yeah, we're just to the point where we just believe whatever the other person says. Yeah, no, that's definitely a saying. Um, oh, that that really makes me uh, smile. Okay, Stephen Noy, right? Because Steve that was kind of it Noy. with Jasmine and Michael. We yeah, feel yeah. good. Um, yeah, I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to go any further with them. Let's just let's leave, put a any bow deeper. on it. Yep, they're good. Let's move on. Okay, Stephen well, Noy. Yeah, it's open. This I feel like this whole yeah this whole episode opened with everyone talking to their friends for the most part, and this was Steve telling his friend while they were playing basketball that her, she's that Noy is worried about the finances, and he was telling her about how he does. He was telling his friend about how he does all this house stuff because he is home, but he didn't seem to be complaining. He wasn't complaining. Then he told him about Noodlegate. Mm-hmm. Um. So I thought, oh, God, this guy hasn't let Noodlegate go. But then he did. It turned out he did. He was just telling him. Basically, he was telling him she walked out of the house and didn't speak to me for 24 hours over some noodles. And that was alarming, which we all can agree. <laughs> which, yeah, it was a little alarming for sure. <laughs> I I think that's funny, too, because I when he said something tonight where he's like when he was telling Jeff, he was like, she I need to acknowledge or I have acknowledged that she shuts down and then she needs to talk to her friends or whomever before she can speak directly to him about their conflicts. And I thought that was kind of interesting because then I'm like, oh, okay, so chances are she left there in a a huff with sushi and then, you know, went and fucking talked it out with people. and, And that's how she's doing. That's how she's choosing to figure out what she wants to say to him, you know, but that's not going to work forever. You know what I mean? I like, I feel like, Oh, okay, cool. That he understands that's what she needs to do, but also like, don't do that. Right. And I think he's, I do feel like he's been expressive in that way where he's like, that's not going to work, but I'm willing to understand that you, he even said something this episode is we can both want each other to change, but we can't change overnight but we can acknowledge that we're working on the change. I think I I put way more words in it than he did, but it was something pretty spot on that I appreciated from him saying that I think anyone should be aware of. I I was like, oh, that's a good point. Someone can't change overnight, but as long as they're showing that they want to not fully change their personality for you, but change certain things that wouldn't work and a marriage like leaving and posting on Instagram that you hate him or whatever. And then, <laughs> right, you know, right. some, some of those marriage faux pas things that she's been <laughs> yeah. doing. Yeah. Yeah. She could knock but, that. Yeah. I thought that was, I mean, it seems like he's pretty aware of, again, it's about when it comes down to their biggest problem, it's about his job, lack of job, fact that he works from home, fact that he doesn't work from home. The thing, the mystery for all of us. I mean, yeah, the fact that he, we don't know if he's an angel investor, a multi-billionaire. <laughs> we have no idea what the problem is, but the fact that he sleeps longer than she does, she's not having it. Okay. <laughs> not having it. No, no. And 
So she met her friend out and said that they're 80% good. And basically she said, what's, and she said he loves her and he tells her all the time that he loves her and that he just really gets her on a soul level, she said. Um, and then she said the 20% issue is the work thing. And it's kind of the same I, conversation as always, but I mean, it is, I get it. It's one thing that she said that really resonated with me this time, because we're always kind of not sure. I feel like I'm confused. We're all confused. We discuss this every week. Is the guy unemployed or is he self-employed? Two different things. No idea. None. I don't even know if Noi has a real good grasp on that in this episode. I mean, I, is it that like it's it because it is finances that it's delicate and he doesn't want to put it out there? You know, what, what, what his bank account looks like? All we do know is that she she made comments again that she does not want to have to tell him to be more ambitious. She does not want to be the sole breadwinner. Um, but like you said, you know, the, he he hits her on a soul level and he told his buddy Jeff that they have great chemistry. Basically, they fuck real good, but they like don't, <laughs> you know, they can't agree who's going to pay the check or pick up sushi's shit. I, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's. We don't have enough info as a viewer I know. to really it, to really pick a side. I know. And that's the part that's frustrating because I the thing that it did resonate with me was when she said I want I, about he, I need him to be more ambitious. OK, now that's a different thing. If the guy is giving you lazy or loser vibes or whatever, I, I don't really get that from him, but I'm also not married to him. And I'm also seeing every, we see him doing shit all the time around the house, but we're just seeing what's filmed. So that that doesn't matter what I think. It it matters what she thinks, obviously. So her, if she feels like he's not ambitious, that's a different problem. Because if you're, if he's self-employed and doing fine, then that would seem to me to be ambitious because if you have enough I don't know, wherewithal, what are the, what's the word? Fucking gumption. Gumption. <laughs> gumption. gumption. Sure, there we go. Gumption. Yeah. Uh, Bubba gumption. Yes. If Bubba you have enough. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful shrimp joint. Yeah. Wonderful shrimp joint. If you have enough Bubba gumption to get yourself <laughs> work, that feels ambitious to me. But if yeah. she, if she, if all she sees is she comes home and he sleeps late and she's like, fuck this. I can understand that. I, I completely yeah. got being, but I think, doesn't she also work from home? So yeah, she does work from home because I right can't. Now. Well, for, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Maybe that is like a COVID thing. Cause also, I mean, don't, all I can think of is that time he made her a hot lunch and uh, I don't, I've never had anybody make me a hot lunch while I've been working from home. And I think she, I don't know, I guess maybe she wants more. I'm curious. <laughs> does she mean ambitious? Maybe she does. I'm not saying she doesn't know what words mean. Cause clearly I don't, or does she mean like busy? Cause that's where I, I feel like she just wants him to have to do shit. He doesn't want to do during the same hours that she has to do shit. She doesn't want to do. That's how it feels. It's to me. Total, that's the, th- I mean, it's very possible. I guess that's the big mystery because if he has plenty of money and they, he's only known her for a month and he is saying, I can work when I want. It's just that right now I'm not going to go back to a nine to five because this is a position I'm in from what happened when I got laid off and blah, blah, blah. And if he's doing self-employment work and stuff, then I don't I don't see what the issue is. I remember seeing something and I think it was on in our podcasters group. Did somebody put a comment up or something and say like they thought maybe they read or heard that he had was he in like Silicon Valley working or he did something and that he like sold a couple apps. Did you come across this? There, yeah, I think there's a lot of speculation because someone okay. else also put up a big post about her husband does what Steve used to do and sort of what he could have made and what he could be making if he's doing freelance and blah. So there's just, again, it's all, everyone's trying to figure it out. At one point, I think somebody was like, I think he just 
invested in Bitcoin early on and now he's rich. Like we're just all guessing here. We don't we're even all, know. I'm I'm gonna I'm putting my money on just a lot of scratch offs. I think he just had a lucky day. He went to the local gas station, got a couple win for lives. No, I just don't know. And there's a little bit of an age difference with them. Like he's a little bit older. But like me, so what if he wants to loaf during this process and he's got a couple mil in the bank or something and you know, I don't know. I guess maybe that's just my dream. Right. We just, but that's the thing is we just don't know. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. like you said, maybe he's not comfortable telling her what he has and maybe he's got fucking nothing. And maybe she knows that. True. Maybe we're all the assholes. I mean, it's just yeah. impossible to know. And I don't know if Marianne at first sight is just doing this to make us crazy and like not making us guess. But then, so that, because then they went to the park and they had a nice time where, not to the park. Did they go to the park? They went somewhere. They went somewhere. He was showing her the city. It, I don't know what that means. I mean, is this when he gave her the leopard print outfit for her and sushi? Because yeah. he, mm-hmm. he clearly has a bank account to be springing these gifts on her like that without her knowing. Yeah. Leopard printing or leopard print matching outfits for her and mm-hmm. her dog sushi. And then, <laughs> then she got him a gift. And I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be a fucking job application. It's going to be. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Headhunter, like a business card yeah. here. Um. She, she's like, here, open this up. I filled up your I filled in your LinkedIn profile. I updated it. Um, but no, it was a it was a Polaroid that apparently he wanted. So that was nice. Um, and then they went on a boat. And they ate some delicious sushi, I thought. They did. They had a lot of, they had some sushi and she was really loving it. She said it was creative and adorable. Mm-hmm. And um, there was some song that played while they were on the boat. And it was like, we were like two kids in the shadows or so, like something really, <laughs> like something, something ridiculous that made it as if they were on like their 50th. <laughs> wedding anniversary and and they were reminiscing about when they were just kids i was like there's still two kids in the shadows oh, like what the that's... fuck is this song oh it was like they were rocking on a porch just <laughs> holding hands with all their spawn running around <laughs> oh. if anyone still has the episode recorded please just go back and do yourself a favor and listen to that that oh. married at first sight original that was playing while they were floating on the boat um <laughs> I there was a scene uh, so on the boat when I related to Noi so much probably one of the first times yes, too yes I was about this go I was gonna ask you about this go oh I know exactly yeah. what it is so she's just trying to have a nice time she's on this boat <laughs> he got her there's like a nice you know there's all the sushi and their wine or whatever they're drinking and he is uh, ruining the nice time by pointing out landmarks around her and showing her where the Boston Tea Party took place and she's being forced to look kind of interested as she's just eye-fucking a tuna roll and just trying to just get through this and I I could not have related to that more than almost every interaction I have with the love of my life who edits this podcast. Yes, I can't tell you and if you guys have never seen Mary Radzinski live you will hear all about this in her stand-up, and it's fucking hilarious. And I know her, and I know Mark very well. And I'm not kidding you that I wrote down, this reminds me of Mary talking about Mark. when <laughs> Because at one point, when she was, he was like, oh, the tea party, blah, blah, blah. And she was just like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And she's just like, mm-hmm. where's my wasabi? <laughs> like, get me the fuck. I just want to eat my sushi. I loved it. Like she didn't at one point she sort of stopped looking over her shoulder to like like to whatever he was pointing to. And like you said, she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the Boston Tea Party when that and all that and the tea and the harbor and mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, I'm trying to have a Boston sushi party, asshole. If you could <laughs> yeah. wrap it up with the tourism. Yeah, yeah. We can have a pants party later if you just put a fucking cork in it and shut up oh, <laughs> oh so good that, i was that is I was so funny for you to okay um <laughs> so they yeah they ended up oh she said something that i thought was nice so she didn't think the experts could find her such a good match and he agreed and i think that's why all of us i can't talk about it anymore but i am are so confused by the the, the job and the money thing because if it's all so perfect 
is this actually a problem or is it a problem she's creating or is it a real problem? Is he, uh, as he got like minus zero in his bank account and is living off his parents right now and we just don't know about it. I don't know. I don't think that's it, but it could be wrong. Um, yes, yes, yes. We need answers. That's it's because it's. I'm so close to having an opinion until until I realize I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Exactly. Well, that doesn't stop us. Um, well, true. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who am I kidding? Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Um, because that's all they talked about. He asked what he can help to make decision day, the the right decision, the, the decision that he hopes for her or whatever. And she says, we have to talk about work and what are the expectations around money? And um and then he said, well, I've been making effort to have those conversations and you've been busy with work. So, which I thought like, maybe that's her problem. She's like, yeah, I'm busy, asshole. And yeah, you're not. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're just holding your dick. Yeah. And that's what he said, you know, that they can expect each other to change, but it, they can expect each other to change, but it can't be overnight. And she just went, okay. <laughs> okay. Pass the ginger. Okay. Yeah. I need to cleanse my palate. Well, I thought she said something that was a little bit insightful because I feel like I don't hear her, I don't know, take ownership or whatever. I feel like I think I'm an expert. I'm like annoyed by the sound of my own voice. But she said something like, yeah, we well, we can't really, we need to work on things and we can't walk away from issues. And then she said like under her breath, like I did that one time, but whatever. And like referencing Noodlegate. And I thought that was really cute and funny that she yeah. said that. Yeah, yeah, she definitely was like, right, I did that once and I know I can't do that, Um, which was good. That's good. Gro- it's hashtag growth, you know? It is. Um, hashtag learning. They're, they're going to be fine or they're not. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. No opinion. Um, mm-hmm. At dinner, I guess they just talked about that she said, you know, at the group dinner, she said that she loves him and I, she's in love with him. And that I think that's it. They just talked about handling conflict and whatever, whatever. Well, I mean, yeah. who knows? Obviously, we're going to, um, you know, wrap up with the dinner, too. But I like I like that you bring them up because they everybody sort of had insightful things to say about their partner. But everything seemed kind of positive, like they are making strides to just you know not have this end in an explosion you know i mean same yeah. thing like steve said oh we i need to meet her halfway they, we both need to meet in the middle yada yada jerk off motion i mean they're trying you know they're trying and we'll see so yeah. who knows Lindsay and mark oh <laughs> uh, oh yeah so he it opens up where we find that his job said for him to come back when filming is over. So basically, no, no, Sarah, what did what when was he supposed to? Oh, when filming is over. Yeah, when filming's over, he's gonna go back to work. I you just are- it's for me, everybody. It's for me. I'm not a bully. I just find it endearing that he doesn't have a hard ing. You love it. I'm obsessed in and Mark filming. You know, the wedding did some dancing. I love it. And my Mark here, uh, the one that is forced to live with me <laughs> against his wishes, probably at this point, he uh, is sort of he can take it for so long. But about an hour to two after we'll watch this show tonight, we'll record. I will I will hammer the hard ends and just be like filming what you doing, you know, and then. And then he's like, just put a fucking G on it and stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, he puts on his noise canceling headphones and plays a game or something. And I don't blame him. So, well, the the conversation they had first of all, I was like, this guy can't catch a break. Now his job is like, you know what? Come done when when you're done filming because they just obviously don't like whatever that's bringing to yeah. his job. I don't know. We don't, th- we don't think you're wor- working that hard. So when yes. you're done filming, we'll we'll be here. We'll be here. So he is afraid to tell Lindsay uh, she the conversation they had where she's like, I'd rather you find something you like than break your back finding a job just to have one. Now, this from the lady who screamed that he's pathetic and doesn't make enough money in a bowling alley two weeks ago. So fuck (laughs) you, Lindsay. Sorry. Fuck you. I I don't I the my problem with her and I don't mean fuck her always. I just meant fuck her during this conversation. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem with her is that her narrative changes to suit whatever she wants to put out there. Um, 
at the beginning of the show, all she's ever dated was losers and takers. And then last week, she's only dated princes that swept her off her feet. And Mark is the loser. Yep. And, and, a, and a bunch of engineers, right? <laughs> and a bunch of engineers. Yeah. And every mm-hmm. engineer in town, apparently. Um, and then when he gets fired from his job and he's like, I can't sit still. I want to find another job. He's now not focused enough on doing something with her, even though last week he was a loser for not having a good enough job for her. I mean, it's so he can't win. You're he right. He can't win. We can't win as viewers because she doesn't she doesn't have a point of view. It's whatever she wants to change it to to suit her narrative that episode. And it drives me crazy. She she really does. It's like she needs it's almost like she just is everything she says is she's looking for a pat on the back. And then when she doesn't yeah. get it she's angry because she's like, Oh yeah, you know, you just, I don't want you to take a job. Like you said, just for the sake of having a job, uh, why don't you take, take, um, enjoy a week off from work, you know, before you, without kids and stuff, you're going to wish that you had a week like that. And then he's looking at everyone like, well, why are you talking about kids? Like, I just told you I'm looking for a new job, but she, because she said something probably which she thinks is nice. Like, oh, you know, I'm not putting pressure on you. Just take your time. I'm supportive. And then he's like, what are you talking about, you psycho? This goes against everything you've been talking shit about me. And she's like, well, fuck you then. You know, yeah, like it's and it's like he goes, this would make I wouldn't like to sit still. This wouldn't make me happy. Now, she says, all I want is for him to be happy. He just told yeah. you what to make you happy. And you're mad at him for not wanting to do what you want him to do once again. And like you said, she started going, you know, oh, so you don't have time to think about me. You don't have time to think about me or the kids. <laughs> All of a sudden she was like, the, I'm like, the kids, you don't have kids. Yeah. That's our, I just want any new listener to know our, our Lindsay voice. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, yeah. And she's just, just do it, Mary. You do it so much better. It's, it's no, we know I she doesn't talk like this. It's just a character in her head. Well, and we, I picture her stubbing out cigarettes and lighting them in between statements, but she just says, like, yeah, you know, I'm not thrilled how things are going. You're overwhelmed all the time. Where's my house coat? I don't know. It's something like that. I just sounded like when I did like the Simpsons, March Simpsons. Yeah, that's sisters. what everyone says. That the, yeah. That's who, that's who that reminds, reminds us. That, yeah. Anyway, but that was that's that right. Was she kept saying he's overwhelmed with his life and he, it's he's overwhelmed with her yeah. and she can't see that. And she does this weird projection thing, just like last week on After Party. She's talking about how his life's falling apart. And we're like, what? I mean, this episode, maybe with losing his job, but he, it's not he'll get another. This is like the opposite of Steve, I guess. He's like, I can't sit here. I'm going to go get another job right away. You think that Lindsay would like that quality since she's been screaming about what a piece of shit loser he is in bowling alleys for the past act like this happens constantly. She just runs around every different bowling alley screaming about her husband. But I just, she just drives me nuts because I feel like she's, it's such a fake supportive thing that she does where she says she wants to be supportive. And then the minute you get a little comfortable, she's just rips the rug out from under you. Yeah, she did, I, She just wants him. She wants to say something or do something where he says, oh, thank you, Lindsay. Like, you're so, you're the best. Thanks for, he, she, she just needs these accolades. And he, this guy, he's not big on talking. I mean, I don't think he's ever going to offer that to her. I don't, you know, I don't think that's how he operates. No, really. she definitely like would walk down the street giving money to homeless people going, look at me giving money to homeless people, everybody. I gave someone a dollar like she needs a fucking immediate. Thank you. Well, I feel like she'd snatch it back from them if they didn't thank her right away. <laughs> like, what are you going to do with that? Fuck off. This guy looks appreciative. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. She just seems very much like she wants someone else said that. I think maybe even in our group or something that they were like, well, all she ever does is bring up how she put on a hazmat suit like she saved the world. With yeah. for the bed box thing, and while that was nice of you, if you're gonna always bring it up every time for the rest of this season, then don't do me any favors because I don't want to fucking hear about how you did me a favor for the rest of my life. Yeah, you could see it's so valid why he wouldn't want her to help him with shit because 
It's like she's got, a, a, you know, an Excel spreadsheet where she's just tallying everything up that she's done for him and holding it over him. And yeah, I mean, I I thought maybe whatever. I know they're fine, but I, I, I don't feel that great. And I don't think that Chris from the Chris and Alyssa saga can help him out any more than he possibly is right now when he basically picked out her month anniversary present for Mock. Yeah, he helped him with the plants. That was very sweet. It was nice to see Chris just kicking around, having a nice time. <laughs> it was. My favorite was when he, so I had to, I kept uh, spell checking it and like read whatever, ecotarium. I, I had a tough time with that. But um, it looked neat. And when, when he does give it to her when they're camping, she's like, oh, that's nice. We'll put it in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like he like really felt like he he put some thought and soul. He's like, nah, there there there's some stones in there. They have some meaning. She's like, yeah, put in the shitter. Sounds good. <laughs> right next to my squatty potty. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My ashtray. Well, she. Right. <laughs> well, she uh, it was funny because he's like saying how she won't say she's in love with him, but I'm like, well, she did right away on the honeymoon. She but, did um, on hour eighteen. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Yeah. And But I thought it was nice there. He was telling Chris, like, I don't want to tell her I love her because I don't want to say something that's not true to her and I want to honor her. And he went out of his way on this episode. He packed the car, took her to a remote campsite and didn't kill her. Yeah. <laughs> and they both, yeah, no manslaughter charges were <laughs> were handed over. They both left vertical, vertical. Whatever. Sorry, if I'm Lindsay... And anyone's driving me out to a remote location. I'm nervous because I know I'm annoying. Because you've seen Sopranos, be like, right? You've seen <laughs> yeah. it never ends well. Okay. I, I would be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 I pissed you off a little too much, huh? <laughs> like, well, wait, she's, is she? She's the camper, right? <clears throat> like, she's a self-proclaimed camper. Because wasn't she? Like, in this poor guy, when he's trying to light. Well, then what'd she say to him, too? He's taken her out. He's planned this. And he's not an outdoorsy guy, but apparently she likes it. No, she's he like, said that was the first time he'd ever been in the woods, he said. Yeah. I God, he's a he's a strong man to to not fear that experience with her. But he she's, she's like, this better not be one of the, some hippie sound bass shit, is it? She literally <laughs> said that. I mean, I kind of agree with her on that, at least. But yeah. Um, yeah, they no, she just wanted the the woods and some tents and some s'mores and he delivered. He get they put her in and they had a nice tent where I even think he said they'd have sex later in it. Ah. Um, I think he wow. said that. I think he said we'll have sex in here later cuz I was like, "Oh, my oh. shock. Did I make uh, that up?" I don't know, but now I want to go back to hear the song that was played that you <laughs> you mentioned about Noy and Steve like they're old We're just uh, two kids in the shadows. <laughs> Running through the shed. <laughs> Something like oh, that. Oh, I hope so. But yeah, did he say that? I He probably did. I miss a lot of shit. But if he did, I bet you that's why she was on her best behavior. Yeah, I until, swore he said, know. this is the tent. We'll have sex in later. Maybe he said, we'll sleep in it later. And my mind just went somewhere else. But um, yeah, he's building a fire and she's making fun of him. And he gives her the plants and she loves it after they made pizza together. And she made a lot of uh, limp dough jokes, of course. Uh. Of course. I mean, I, I I think my favorite thing about this part of their conversation was, first of all, he got very sweet, very emotional, but they, he's like, I just love that we don't argue anymore. And I'm like, you guys argued the last episode and the one before that. Yeah. And I, I felt shaky on their car ride when she kept <laughs> fucking around trying to turn the maps off. I mean, I don't, I don't know how he could say something like that and, and it not be sarcastic. I, I was so I was like, what are you what show are you in, Mock the Shock? Because you're arguing. You guys argue. Um and then they show clips for next week and they seem to argue again. So but I he, he did get sweet with her. I think he's a softy. I think he's a I think he's a bigger softy than we even think. Because I mean he does, he gets emotional kind of, you know, quickly when they're in that yurt. What's a yurt? I wrote um, down a yurt. I don't really care. You know, we. I don't. But I wrote down when the, he fired up that wedding video and the yurt or whatever. But that was their tent. I don't know why my brain even had the balls to 
write the word yurt. Isn't a yurt kind of? I mean, it's like a it's it's like a round tent, isn't it? Is it? Because I mean, if it is, I feel like maybe I should go on Jeopardy. I'd have answers I didn't even know I had access to. But maybe, yeah. Not. I mean, I think it's a it's a, it's definitely what they are is like a a form of it, like some kind yeah. of. But anyway, we're well, not neither, here for history neither lessons. Here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, neither here nor there. But um, he was just really emotional. And when he was saying to her, like, he could see he was sad because he knows how much pain she's had in her life and that he wants to protect her and not hurt her because at the core, she is such a sweet person. And then and then she goes on to say, and she's like, well, it was nice to see him emotional and experiencing some regret. And Uh I don't I don't know if I go that far. Like, I don't think he was showing signs of regret. I think he was just in the moment being like, this sucks. This, you know, nobody deserves to feel sad. Yeah. He was saying, I hate that we fought. I hate that you've ever felt hurt. You're a good person at your core. And it, again, it just, I just want to shake her and go, oh, so, oh, perspective and regret. Like, you're the one that's been, I mean, we, you, the bowling alley. No, I <laughs> I mean, so let, do we were know? So mean to him, and she acts like shit never happened. She's it so is, mean to him sometimes, and then she, and then he even said he was telling. Uh, I think he was telling Chris like she's texted him and been like, "I'm done. I'm done." Like she, I mean, she just drives me. It just drives me nuts. I'm like, what about you? She's like, he can give me some grace. Where's your grace to him? Yeah, it it's imagine like the feel like I have like tightness in my chest when they're interacting and I'm just watching it. Imagine waking up and you don't know if it's going to, I mean, this is what it feels like again, as a viewer waking up, is she going to be in a good mood? Is she going to be in a bad mood? Is she going to want to fucking wrestle? Is she going to give me, you know, a, a noogie, rub my hair off or make me breakfast and suck my dick? Like nobody, I, I feel like he doesn't know if he's coming or going. Sorry. I just said S my D. But you know what I mean. <laughs> I I like that you can just change it to S my D. I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Like this is. This isn't exactly a family podcast, but I know it's not. Could, it's fine. I could be and a little bit okay, allowed to be you know. passionate. All right. I'm very passionate when I talk about S and D's. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just. It's just. It's fr- they're frustrating to watch, but then they have like that kind of nice moment and. um but yeah, I, I I guess in my mind she ruins it, like you said, when she's like all of a sudden about her and how there just seems to be no accountability or awareness on her end of saying, you know, like when Jasmine and Michael talked, it was I we I I, I need to be more vulnerable so he can open up to me, and he's like I need to listen to her so I can give the thing. And with her, it's like good, so glad he figured out that he's been treating me like shit for weeks and I've been bearing all the, you know, it's just, she's such a victim. It's like, what? <laughs> when he gets, when he gets home from his shitty, shitty low paying job at the gym with his tiny, small balls. And then he, tre- <laughs> like, it's like every, well, even when they go to the couple's dinner, okay. And they're all celebrating their one month, they get together, yada, yada. Mark's the one and probably fed by production or whatever is like, Hey, so how's everybody feeling about their partners? And <laughs> Lindsay immediately is just loudly talking about them and he just clams up the guy. You know, she just knocks the wind out of his sails. He doesn't have a fucking chance. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good way to put it. He, he re- she knocks the wind out of his sails and then and then she wonders why his boat tipped. <laughs> that's my, oh, oh his my boat. God. I I don't know because the sails and the wind oh, and then his oh, boat. Oh, his boat tipped. Oh, Sarah, I like it. I'm sorry, I I wasn't that quick for that, but that was a good one. Well, I thought it was, but it wasn't because you didn't get it. And when I said it, I was like, God, that should be in like some kind of psychology book. Or Viviana should say, say it. I yeah. you keep knocking the wind out of the sails and wondering why his boat tipped. That's not how <laughs> she talks at all, but it is in my mind. At, at first sighted. Oh, I thought uh, it was beautiful. Okay, <laughs> let's just get to Katina and Elijah one Fuck. so we can get it out. Um, All right. They were having a nice episode. This, you know, real quick, I just have to say, you know how if something really bad happens in the world or gory or whatever, and it's on the nightly news, 
and the the anchors give the parents a couple seconds and say this next thing that's coming up might not be for your five year old after dinner. So I'm going to give you guys a couple seconds to get them out of the room. That's what they should have done before this fucking scene because I was <laughs> I was so comfortable enjoying everybody, feeling hopeful about love, and then someone should have given me the option to leave the living room. That's a that's a very good point, and they definitely should have because. Well, as it started, she was talking to her friend on Zoom and um, she was saying how she's always been guarded. And she was like, because nobody wants to get hurt, girl. And I was like, oh, I always want, I just want to hug Katina all the time. I know, me too. She, and not because she's like weak. It's the opposite. It's, she's so strong and self-assured. And so I don't want to see her upset ever. Like I, but that's not happening anymore. But he said Mm-mm. he could. She he said she's never cried before. And now she does this cry, and so want to fucking wring his neck. But she's just so self aware and and smart. And she's like he he's a. She was saying that he's more of a safe space now, even though we all witnessed last week's sort of debacle, not sort of huge debacle with his inability to talk about cooking or anything but cooking and all that stuff. But um, we're on. We're moving on from that for this week, and. <laughs> She's, I don't know. Her friend was great. Her friend was like, you've taken all the factors, feel what you need to feel, go with your heart. Now they still haven't had sex. We were curious, I think, after the end of last week. Yeah, I thought maybe that that would have changed, but apparently it hasn't. I still don't know if I believe it emotionally, but. I know. Well, they, she says they want to, they're very attracted to each other, uh, but they want to grow their connection. So she planned a gondola, or as he kept saying, oh, gondola. <laughs> gondola. And then when she gondola. agreed with them at one point, she's like, no, yeah, it's a gondola. I I love them so much. So it much. Was, I like that the guy that was on the, that was like the gondolier, you would call him, right? Oh, That's what they're called. look mm-hmm. at you. Yeah, he was like, no, gon- he's like, ganja's another thing, Elijah one. That was funny. <laughs> um, but they were having a, a nice time on this gon- gondola ride. And... Mm-hmm. He here's what makes me laugh about Elijah Wan right now, because, dude, and like I said, we've both said there's something about this guy that he seems genuine. Obviously, he's got some archaic views. Obviously, the way he talks, sometimes you're like, no, motherfucker. But there's something that seems like he really wants this marriage. I don't know. I can't figure it out. But he when he first came on this show. It was Isaac. It was he banged a mom and a and a daughter. I mean, it <laughs> it was. And now all of a sudden he's like, my life is so relaxed and calm. And now we're on this gondola. I can't, I'm just saying gondola because he did. Gon, gondola ride. And it's the mix of like my relaxed world with her like turned up world. And I'm like, wait, why are you acting like Katina's out clubbing every night? And why are you acting like you were never out? Like, all of a sudden he acts like that. None of that happened. And he's just a guy that's just always been home, relaxing, reading fucking encyclopedias all night. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> how much time he thinks has gone by since the bachelor uh, episode when he yeah. almost got a dancer pregnant or might have. I could, I mean, just in front of the cameras and, and, and at the wedding when he was like fucking magic Mike all over her with, with the, thing the thing on the leg garter yeah you know what garter. i'm saying yeah yeah i mean he yeah he makes it like he's this school marm taking the kids <laughs> to sunday school or choir and she's just out you know i don't know just fucking and suck it's crazy to me it's but- it's crazy it's like because and, and he just says it in the most subtle ways like he did that and he's like my relaxed world with her turned up world and i'm like what yeah um, She's but, not the one who had two names coming into this, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it, but anyway, he's, he did say that they've had a bounce back from last week and emotionally they're at like an 8.5 or a 9. He yeah. did say something really good, which is I learned to talk with her, not at her, because that was, I mean, last week he was really talking at her and we were all pulling our hair out for sure. Um Yeah, yeah. And there, there's, there's little glimmers of him. Again, I, there is something you, there's something genuine and good about him. I, I feel as for some reason. And so he does tend to get away with some things, but like when they started talking and he's like me pushing, you got us here. And I think he was said it a little bit in jest, but I was like, eh, 
I hope he doesn't really believe that entirely, you know, but I know. No, there's listen, he is a guy that you're just like, because sometimes like he said, he said something like, I feel like I'm a great man because she calls me out and makes him one. And yeah. and, and um, he's like, she calls out my errors and um, he know he's like, I know I point the finger too fast. He says all these things. He's like, I have to ask myself what I can do better. So when he's saying these things, I think that's the confusion with him because you're like, okay, good. Listen to you. You're aware of your... But then at the end of the episode, he turned around and he pointed the finger too fast. I know. So I know. It, I'm like, <sighs> wait, you've gotta you've gotta mean what you say. And and even and 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 even if he means what he says, but he, it's a learning curve, but it's just like, dude, I, I just every once in a while when he says something to her that I think is meant to be a compliment, it feels condescending. And I don't think he means it to be that way, but it sounds like again, because he thinks he's like teaching her something and she's already good. Right. She, right. She she's already good. She doesn't need him to teach her anything. I mean, she said she's really glad that he's acknowledged he's he's not easy to deal with. Um, but as um I think Melissa said on the after party, there's this moment where you're like, it did she's she's like, I felt like God made Katina for Elijah one or vice versa, because there's no one else that would like put up with him. She just knows how to deal with him. And I think that may be what the thing is that we, that the people that want sort of root for them. Um, and I know not everyone does, but the people that do, I think we see that sort of in them where they bring out this thing for each other, where you're kind of like, this could work if you could get past all the, bu- the dumb shit and the bullshit. Right. Yeah. Cause she does not respond or react or what was the word last season? Reactive. She keeps her cool. Like she has this even keeled way where she just sort of lets him erupt and be whatever. And it's not, but she doesn't do it in the way that she's a doormat. She's not like, take. she's just like, all right. Like she's probably counting out like one Mississippi two Mississippi, just like waiting for him to be done. And she, cause I don't think, I don't think a lot of other people would, would have the patience to let him sort of get it all out and then not have it cause like long term damage well, no you know? it's like it's like what they said on after party because katina was like i'm you know keisha was asking her about this and she's like look i'm just the kind of person where when someone starts to go off i'm like i can meet you where you are or i can sort of just let you get your shit out and then then we'll figure it out after that i mean she said it way more eloquently than i did but um and that's when that melissa said the guest you know she was like that's like a a vet mentality, like a, a vet, a veteran of marriage mentality, like, you know, and so she does, she has this and, and Jasmina has said it in the past, I think even on after party and and on the show where she's like, she's Katina's not, it's not because she's not standing up for herself. Elijah once said it. He's like, she fucking tells, puts me in my place when those cameras come off. Like sometimes it's not just because she's not just because of the camera, but there's just times where she's like, he's obviously filmed being doing this stuff. And then later after she's like, okay, did you get all that out? Cause here, now we can have a conversation. Like right. she obviously takes him to task. So I don't worry that she's a doormat. I don't worry that he's, I worry about her heart because I worry when that, that she feels the times that she said she's felt like not good enough and all that. I I'm hoping they got past that from last episode where Viviana was like, your our views are archaic and this is going to ruin every relationship for you for the rest of your life. Um, <laughs> hopefully that got that stuff out. But then we get to this dinner scene mm. <laughs> and it w- was so inappropriate for him to bring it up at the table like that. I mean, he drops just a motherfucking bomb. Like, it's just like out of nowhere. It it was crazy. Katina was like, uh, we're not doing this because I don't even know what you're talking about. For, you're making everyone else. He was like, I don't know if it's a friendship chemistry. And we're all confused. Like you, like, I was like, what, 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 what? They, they just had a good night. They were going well. They had a nice gondola ride. What's yeah. happening? I was yeah. so confused. And then she was so right. She's like, let's talk in private. I don't know what you're talking about. You're insinuating shit in front of everyone. And, um, and then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, let's talk about it in private. And then all of a sudden he doesn't talk about it. I don't and I guess he did end up talking about it in private. They didn't talk about it till they got home. But um Oh, 
he he they, that was an awkward table. I thought the table was awkward in the early on episode when Alyssa's like, "Hey, can me and Chris just splitsies the the house, the apartment?" And that that dinner, I thought that was awkward. This was pretty fucking awkward too. I mean, oh my god, it it, it was tough. And Lindsay, I'm like, Lindsay, don't ever try to help. She's like, no, oh, oh, you and I are on the same page. And like, you and I are cut from the same cloth or something. She's like, but this bitch doesn't know where you're coming from here. I was and like, like no, 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 stop. Lindsay. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. You guys aren't on that level where you can be like, this bitch, that's yeah. not. Like Mary nope. and I can call each other this bitch. Lindsay, you don't get to talk to Katina like that. Ever. Exactly. Yeah, um, that was cringeworthy <laughs> to me. Yeah, luckily Katina was just like so ready to fucking get out. I don't even, I don't need, I, I, I'm sure she noticed, but she did, didn't even let it get to her because she was like, this is just not whatever is happening. I mean, she was She's like, not even holding, ranking. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like he went from holding my hand to this. So anyway, get to, they get home and he, he makes her get out her phone and then shows her that there's a dating app on there, some old dating app. And she's, Says it's been on there for two years. I'm not even logged in. I didn't. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even remember that it was on there. And he get he's so frustrating in this because he starts. Yeah, it's like the gym. He's yelling at her like they're at the gym again. And um, <laughs> but with a phone. And she can't. She starts to talk, and then he interrupts her, and he starts. She starts to talk. He goes, "All I hear is excuses." It's like you actually haven't even heard a reason, let alone make me, you know, an excuse. He just kept cutting her off. And um, he, it, it, it just, it was frustrating because she, he's like, you're married. And what if I had one of these? And she's like, well, then I would ask you about it. Yeah. And then if you explained to me that it was just on your phone and you forgot about it and you haven't used it, I would believe you. I wouldn't be at your level at what you're doing to me right now. I wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, I wouldn't figuratively upend a table with our friends at dinner uh, and and be like, what the fuck did you do? And then give no one any information, which that was even worse. I mean, it was shitty that he brought it up, but he he went far enough where he should have just shared the story at the table. They should have just hashed it out there versus just letting everyone think, Jesus, like, what did she do or what's he talking about? And and her not knowing. I thought that was so interesting, too. Um, when Jasmina said, and, and Katina on after party said, yeah, I wrote home, they wrote home together, the girls. And they're like, what is he upset about? And the only thing they could come up with was that maybe um, it was that they had, Lindsay had gotten some alcohol uh, out of her apartment for them to drink on the way to the dinner or something, because like maybe production had given them non-alcoholic or something like that. All, the best part is they're probably doing it for Lindsay, but Lindsay's like, don't worry, I got it. You know, and took care of it for him. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was. He's got it now. I, am, I almost wish he would have been on this episode, so Keisha could have been like, "Excuse us, uh, I know what the fuck don't you think?" Um, and Katina said it was really hard to watch back, which of course it was. I don't blame her um, because it it was just. It, Jasmina said something like she knows he he doesn't think about things in that moment, and he catches himself after. Um, and, and, but she was talking about how like she got home and her and Michael were almost arguing cause he was, she was like, cause she was like, I don't like what he did my friend. And, um, it just, it was just ugly. It was just an ugly scene. I mean, my advice to everyone would, if you got a beef with your partner, just, you know, talk about when you get home and don't just, it was just a very immature for someone that thinks he's like mature husband guy. It was a very immature moment for him. Well, and it, it made me go immediately to, the idea of like dating apps. Clearly there was a time when Isaac was swiping left and right and falling on fallen headfirst into Poon and you know, whatever <laughs> where him seeing a dating app, I imagine was maybe for him more than other people like triggering, like, Holy shit. Like what this represents to me is when I was doing all this stuff, I couldn't have related more to Katina, just, you know, me, aunt Nana, technologically i mean christ you do a podcast with me i'm not good at things that have to do with technology and i'm not saying that katina isn't but when it like with mark he'd be like you got to take this shit off your phone or you have so many things so many things are 
I'm just like, yeah, it's there. I don't use it anymore. Who gives a shit? Like that wouldn't even register for me. Even if I saw it on his phone, it of course it'd be like, grow up, take it off. But it wouldn't it wouldn't register to me like, oh, this means this. You know, it just wouldn't even cross my mind. No, and you completely nailed it. It was triggering for him. And hopefully he figures that out. Hopefully someone figures, someone he talks to someone because it represented ex- exactly what you said. It's like it represented Isaac. It He kept saying, I got rid of all this stuff for you, for you before I came on this show because I wanted to commit. It's like, okay, well, you had to go through those extremes and, and delete every temptation off your phone because you were right. more like that. Whereas right. Katina had some inactive app that she forgot about because she wasn't constantly on her phone looking for, um, or, or whatever. She just had a different relationship with it than you do. So it's, a, yeah. it's his, tr- his reaction to it was completely about his past, not about her. Well, it's like when I go into somebody's house and they have like a nice, like glass container with a lid or something just filled with like fucking Cadbury mini eggs or, um, Reese's peanut butter cups or something. And they're just like, Oh yeah, they're there. Have one. I see that. And I'm like, I, 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 can I take this canister and go into the bathroom? I'll see you in an hour. Cause I have such an unhealthy relationship with sweets and candy and I can't have it around. That's what he felt when he saw the dating app. I am. Um, I like that analogy. And I would like you, I would like you to sit down and talk to him if you can and explain it to I'm him gonna, that way. Cause someone's um, going to need to. I, I hope I have the, the choice and I hope that maybe there'll be some candy and drinks around so I can show him exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I was glad she walked away at the end and she was just like, get this fucking mic off me or you're going to see the real Katina. Yeah. She said, which yeah. I was like, Ooh, I kind of want to see that. Um, but she was just, she didn't lose it on him, but she was like, I would not be doing what you're doing and you're not listening to me and blah, blah, blah. But she just like, he, well, she, she hits a point where she's like, he was kind of yelling. I mean, his voice was raised. He was very, you know, passionately expressing himself about what he felt, you know, been there, done that. But she was like, okay, now, now we're going to fucking yell. I'm done. Like this is, you know, she hit her point, I think. And what was he saying to pretty? He's like, all right, you could take this off. I don't know exactly what he was saying, but it sounded to me like he was saying, there's not going to be any more nice scenes, no more nice (laughs) scenes. And I don't know if that's what he was saying, but that's what it sounded like to me. And either way, that's what I'm going with. Cause he, there were no more nice scenes. For that episode. No more nice scenes. Oh, is that what he said? I, didn't... I mean, it might have been. It was something that sounded a lot like that. I try. I listened to it a couple of times, but <laughs> no more gondola. Gondola yeah. over, guys. No, no yeah. more gondola rides, guys. Yeah. They took us for a real gondola ride. Now I'm like so <sighs> interested to see next week because the hope is that he realizes his behavior, realizes that he did exactly what he said he wouldn't do anymore and pointed the finger too fast. And exactly what she said on After Party was. This would, it, it didn't have to, you know, I hated watching this back because it could have been a small conversation. It could have been, what's that? Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't even look to delete it because I forgot I had it on there because it's been on there for two years and I didn't even use it. I'll get rid right. of it now. So sorry. Feel free to check my phone next week and make sure it's not on there if you like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't look, don't make it, don't give it meaning to me. It doesn't have meaning to me. You're the one with the problem with the issue yeah, with it you know it's so true it the meaning is is all to him oh oh my god i mean Kuda. the roller roller coaster i mean also roller coaster girl uh you're gonna be on fucking after party <laughs> next week's episode next week. we're gonna be talking about you Mm, let's not. Um, hopefully oh. I, um, yeah, I mean, I'm I am so excited. excited. I'm excited. And the Mare Bear, Mary will be on it two weeks after that. So keep your shit tight because your- we have <laughs> a big couple keep, of weeks coming up. Keep your shit tight, your, your belt <laughs> even tighter and change your underwear, all the things. We got a lot coming up. I love you, Mary. And now I feel like I'm going to have to go have a glass of wine, even though it's Wednesday night. And I'm I not think supposed I, to. like, no joke. Me too. I love you, Sarah. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye guys. <laughs>